days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. A game reaction and celebration. The San Francisco 49ers have the number one seed in the playoffs. They finally get it done. The Dallas Cowboys take care of business against the Lions. Who knows what happened in that game, but hey, we'll take it. And then the Arizona Cardinals travel to Philadelphia and knock off the Philadelphia Eagles. But of course, the 49ers had to do their part as well. And they took care of business and defeated the Washington Commanders 27 to 10 in a game that was a little bit interesting early. Uh, 49ers come out to a 10 0 lead, which is not unexpected. But to see the Washington Commanders battle back in that second quarter made you think, hey, are these guys going to play hard? Their backs against the wall. Well, guess what? Second half came along. 49ers defense played spectacular. Turnovers uh, were the name of the game, and the 49ers get the big win. Uh, so it was a really fun game. Really excited to be here with all of you talking about the San Francisco uh, 49ers. And, and Adam and Rose came on early and said, hey, hashtag number one seed, baby. Uh, yeah, number one seed coming through. What's up to my guy, Josh? Says, Ant, we are the number one seed. What's up, brother? Hashtag TCC. I'll tell you what's up is the 49ers went back to playing 49ers football. It was about getting in rhythm again. And this is something I talked about on the game preview show was the fact that this game for the 49ers was less about, you know, explosive plays and less about, hey, let's establish a run game or let's establish a passing game. But it was just finding rhythm on offense. And I think that's what we saw them getting back to. They were able to run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. They were able to run the ball with Elijah Mitchell. They got Debo Samuel involved in the run game. But then Brock Purdy was doing Brock Purdy things. This is a game where Brock Purdy just looked really good. Ed took care of the football, made good, accurate throws. Were there a couple that got away? Of course. Uh, but what you saw from the 49ers was rhythm on rhythm. And that's exactly what they needed to do. It's all about building towards the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see how Kyle Shanahan uh, elects to go next week against the Los Angeles Rams if he elects to play his starters for maybe the first half or if he decides to sit key veterans like Trey Williams, Christian McCaffrey, or others who have been dealing with injuries and give them a couple weeks off. It's going to be interesting, but um, we'll see. And uh, Josh says Rams won, so they locked up a playoff spot. So do they rest their players next week? I think it all depends on what they like for their matchup. If the Rams like their matchup sitting in the sixth seed uh, against you know whoever they're going to play as the three, then yeah, they might just sit there. But if you don't care, then yeah, you it doesn't matter. You can rest key starters as well, and we could see an interesting matchup of 49ers backups versus Rams backups. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I'm guessing if, if I know Sean McVay the way I know him, he's going to want to play his starters for most of that football game because he's going to want them sharp and on point when they go to play the next week. So that's what's going to be interesting is seeing how much playtime both the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, and, and his team decide to play their players and also the Los Angeles Rams. But the good news is it does take a lot of the steam and a lot of the anticipation out of that game where now 49ers can kind of exhale a little bit. And that's exactly what you wanted to have happen. You wanted the situation where 
Week 18 was not a must win. And now it's not. And because of that not being a must win, you can do what you need to do. Guys like Eric Armstead, you don't have to come back early. We'll see you for the divisional round and get some rest. Uh, guys like Sebastian Joseph Day can get extra work in the game against the Rams. Uh, you have time to get Jair Brown healthy. You have time to get uh, you know other players like Raven McLeod back and on the roster and capable of, of helping you out. Banks can now sit and get his toe ready. It was just the best case scenario for the San Francisco 49ers to clinch it now and have the opportunity to just sit back and rest. So I really like that. And what's up, Brad? How's it going? Welcome to the chat. The only people that don't get time off this time of year are pro athletes and us at Bet Online. The NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays. Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up to the second odds, news, and info. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And when you look at the 49ers, you have Brock Purdy go 22 of 28 in this game. Uh, 230 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 124.7 as, as far as his rating. I mean, just a fantastic game. And what's fun, fun is then you look down and you see Elijah Mitchell, 17 carries for 80 yards at 4.7 average at a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, 14 for 64, 4.6. So the 49ers were reeling off 4.7 yards per carry on their way to 184 yards on the ground. Uh, that was the impactful way the 49ers won early on in the season. Really, really good run game. And then uh, Brandon IU continues to shine. Seven catches for 114 yards, a 16.3-yard average, and one touchdown. Debo Samuel got five for 37. So he would need an explosive game against the Rams to get to 1,000. Uh, receiving it doesn't look like he's going to make it to a thousand receiving yards but he does have a thousand yards from scrimmage uh, which is very impressive George Kittle went over a thousand yards with his three catches for 29 yards at nearly a 10 yard average McCaffrey was back involved in the passing game four for 27 and then we got to see some juice uh, really excited to see Kyle Juszczyk involved three catches for 23 yards and nearly had a big touchdown down the sideline Brock Purdy threw an absolute dime on that one and also, Brock Purdy threw an absolute dime on the, the throw uh, down the field to Brandon Ayuk. I mean, that was just a spectacular throw, that's for sure. Brad says, have you checked out the video of the Niners stealing number one seed, watching it around the Mike, uh, Mike Silva's phone? I haven't seen that. Um, I was actually driving home so I could do this recording. So I definitely want to see that. I was telling my wife on the way, I was like, man, I really want to watch that. Uh, so, yeah, I'll have to check that out. And uh, Brad says, Trent Williams' face is hilarious. Uh, so we'll have to check that out and see exactly what happened uh, when it came to um, you know their celebration, finding out that they were the number one seed. I think that's uh, a really cool thing. And then you look over at the Washington Commanders, and you know there was a lot of a lot of uh, upset people during the first half about the 49ers' defense. Well, the 49ers' defense absolutely settled in in the second half. Sam Howell had a, a very uh, bad day, pedestrian day. Uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was 17 of 28, 169 yards. And then you look at the run game, and there were moments where Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson got it going, 
Uh, but when you look at the total stats, he had 14 carries for 62 yards. Uh, four yards hold him under 80. That was one of my you know uh, keys in this game. And one thing I thought was going to happen, wow, that's bold prediction. They were going to be held under 80, and they definitely were. Um, I hit on, of course, Brock Purdy breaking Jeff Garcia's franchise record uh, four yards in a season. He's the all-time leading passer in 49ers history now as far as yards. And he did it in 16 games, no asterisk, nothing like that. Uh, that's great. So very, very good to see the 49ers doing that. But handling the the Washington Commanders run game. And then, you know, Scary Terry got scary there for a little bit in the second quarter. He had three catches on the drive that equaled a touchdown. He had four for 61 on the whole game. Uh, but really, I mean, 169 yards, nothing really there. You had the two interceptions. You got to give credit to Jarvarius Ward. Five interceptions on the season now. AP Mooney, right? That's what he said. AP Mooney. And so that's exactly what the 49ers needed was to make sure that, you know, Mooney keeps doing his thing. And he did it. Uh, so it was, it was, it's fantastic to see the defense stepping up. Giamato Lenore nearly had three interceptions. He got one. He had one in the very first quarter go off his hands. It should have been intercepted, or he ran the route for the receiver. And then the one where Bosa knocks Howell uh, into the back or into the end zone, he's hitting him. And the ball comes fluttering out, and Giamma Runner almost drags his feet and is able to get his toes down. That would have been a crazy catch. Of course, he had to have it too, but uh, just absolutely fantastic from the 49ers. And what's up to Ronnie Montoya? Uh, Ronnie says, Armstead and Jennings are missed. I'm pulling for Ronnie Bell, but he's costing us big plays. So this is very interesting, and you're right. When it comes to Ronnie Bell, you're still finding some rookie mistakes, whether that is him blocking and getting holding calls, uh, whether that is him in the punt return game, it's definitely something that's concerning. And I think every single uh, 49er fan had absolute flashbacks. If you've been a 49er fan since before 2011 and you saw number 10 running towards that football when it was a punt and that ball bounces and it nearly hits his legs, every single person thought about Kyle Williams. And it's probably not fair to Ronnie Bell, but that's the truth. And it should not be an adventure every time that the ball gets punted to your team. You should feel secure with your guy returning. And Bell has some ability. Uh, Roddy Bell's return, uh, one of his returns on the punt was pretty good. The problem is there's the other plays, right? Uh, the lack of fair catch, and he gets absolutely walloped. Uh, the ball that bounces on the ground. Those are mistakes you can't have happen, and we've seen this consistently. The 49ers desperately need a change in the punt return category, whether that is with you know, uh, a player like Ray McLeod that they can bring back from IR or – somebody else that maybe like Danny Gray can be activated, but they got to do something to help it out. So yeah, Ronnie, you're right. Ronnie Bell, uh, it, it's it's been a little shaky. Hopefully Jawan can come back. We know now he'll be ready for the divisional round. That's great news. Gives him more time to heal up as well, but he's definitely missed when it comes to blocking in the run game. I mean, he's he's superb. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's been great this year, but he's been really, really good. And um, Ronnie says, happy to see Jude getting more touches. I couldn't agree more. And Jess is in the house, and Jess says, have you smashed that like button? That's a good question. Uh, hit the like button. Help kick it out into the algorithm so that other people discover 49ers Cutback. And while you're at it, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We're on the push for 5K, and then click the notification bell. You'll see the audio platform, 49ers Cutback, on Believe. Uh, Ronnie says, Ant, what's your thoughts on Mason returning kicks? You know what? I thought he did pretty good. Uh, he got that one, and he got a really nice return out past the 30-yard line. And after that, they decided they weren't going to kick it deep to Jordan Mason anymore. I think that Debo Samuel's big-time potential will probably take over when they get into the playoffs. 
Uh, but I thought Jordan Mason did pretty good, and it's way easier to field kickoffs than punts. So if the 49ers wanted to go with Jordan Mason, I'm okay with that. He's usually pretty secure with the football, and when he gets moving and goes downhill, he's a tough uh, player to tackle. So, yeah, I, I was okay with that. I thought it was interesting. I wasn't ready for Jordan Mason to be back there, uh, but definitely excited about the fact that you know he has the potential to do something like that. So, uh, Fortnite still have ability and weapons that they could use in several categories. And, you know, with Kyle Shanahan kind of mentioning uh, Kyle Juszczyk again as far as returning punts, they won't have to now uh, because the Rams game doesn't have as much significance. Uh, but there was it was probably getting close to Kyle Juszczyk taking over that, that role. And so we'll see what happens. Ultimately, though, uh, 49ers are getting it done in a big way. And we saw the defense have a good game. It didn't really register as far as sacks. Uh, they only got one sack by Cleveland Farrell. He's the only one that gets credit for a sack. But uh, Bosa also got one uh, tackle for loss in the backfield. He had two tackle for loss for a backfield. One of them could have easily been a sack, but it was a misplay. Uh, but the 49ers defense did a pretty good job. And that's ultimately all you're asking them to do. Shut them down in the second half. Uh, the scoring in this game was, was 49ers 10 in the first quarter. Then it was 10 for the Washington to 3 to the Niners in the second quarter. Then the 49ers, seven in the third, seven in the fourth, and they could have easily had more. Uh, that's the that's the thing. They could have easily had more points, but they were using the clock and they went for it on fourth down. So, yeah, it was it was a pretty interesting game overall for the 49ers. I really enjoyed that. And you know, you got to win in certain categories in these football games, and the 49ers definitely won in a lot of the categories you're supposed to. It starts with rushing. You got to be able to run the football consistently. They did that. They took care of the football. They won the turnover battle. Uh, they were pretty good on third down. Not as good as I would like them to be. They were four of nine, uh, so kind of closer to what they play. Uh, they're normal uh, this season. They've been about 47%. Uh, but the one thing that I really didn't care for was they were 50% in the red zone. The 49ers have been the second-best team in the entire NFL in the red zone this season, being three of six. Uh, they need to be better than that, score more touchdowns. When they score touchdowns, they are pretty much the most difficult team in the NFL to beat. So I think that the 49ers need to continue uh, to get better in the red zone. And this was a game that kind of proved it. The costly penalty from Ronnie Bell, uh, those types of things you can't have. You had a missed block by Jake Brendel that resulted in a, a loss, a negative play on Christian McCaffrey. If you're looking for places you can improve, those are some of those categories. Negative plays in the red zone don't equal touchdowns. It was going to be tough sledding, running the ball up the middle, down to the goal line. When you have Deron Payne, you have Jonathan Allen. Uh, that was going to make it difficult. But the 49ers found ways to get to the edge using Debo Samuel. That was a nice push pass for a touchdown. That was great. Uh, Brock Purdy's ability to be able to uh, escape the pocket and then improvis improvisation skills on display, uh, directing Brandon Ayuk to the corner of the end zone and throwing a touchdown. That was fantastic as well. You just see some really good things from Brock. And Brock has the ability to operate within the offense, and he has the operate to extend the offense and make it better. And what's up, Rick? How's it going? Rick says, Happy New Year's, my friend. I like your hat. Let's go, Niners. Faithful, Happy New Year's. It is a great one. And, Rick, Happy New Year to you as well. 49ers are going to start 2024 very happy. Uh, the team's going to be able to celebrate on that plane ride home. And we all get to celebrate the fact that four years are the number one seed in the playoffs and the divisional round and hopefully the NFC championship run through Santa Clara. So, yeah, it's a great day. And, and thanks for the, you know, liking the hat. 
And it's one of my favorite ones. It always matches the golds uh, when you have red and gold on your shirt. So that's why I really like the hat. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's up, Lou? How's my guy, Lou? He says, hi, Ant. Great win. Time to rest some players. Couldn't agree more. And with, you know, Josh came through yesterday or earlier, I talked about the fact that the Rams clinched a playoff spot. So with the Rams clinching a playoff spot, we'll see what Sean McVay ultimately decides to do with his players. If he wishes to stay in the sixth seed, um, then he can do that. I think Dallas has got a firm hold on two now, or I know it's back and forth between Eagles and Dallas. So that's interesting. We'll see if they're able to move up, but uh, it's going to be curious to see how they play and where the NFL puts them. I don't know if the NFL has announced it yet, but we don't know if the 40 are playing on Saturday or Sunday next week. Uh, so it could be a quick turnaround. We'll see. What's up, Hugo? Hugo's in the house. Says, What's up, TCC? Well, now Armstead has two more weeks to rest up and should be, and so should CMC. It's a best-case scenario. You have players that you need to get healthy. And Eric Armstead, you're right. That's a big one. Uh, you need him to get healthy. He'll be ready for the divisional round or should be ready for the divisional round. You need Aaron Banks to get healthy. Banks has been dealing with the toe. He was dressed but did not play. It was an emergency type thing. And let's just be honest, uh, Banks and Feliciano together are better than what we get from Feliciano and Burford or Burford and uh, Banks. So uh, 49ers need Aaron Banks. Now he's got time to get healthy. We have other players like Jair Brown's going to have time to get healthy. Uh, Jawan Jennings, time to get healthy. Uh, if you want to go with Ross Dwelly, he has time to get healthy as well. So the 49ers just get the time they need to rest some of these players. It's going to be absolutely big. Uh, but yeah, McCaffrey's deal with a calf. We'll see what the extent of that is. But the good news is Elijah Mitchell played well. Him and Jordan Mason can handle uh, the carries against the Rams. So you're right. Good news. David Campbell says, how much does the 49ers D-line miss Armstead? A lot. I mean, the, the fact is, Eric Armstead is not just really good against the run, and he takes on double teams uh, better than any of the defensive linemen we have on the roster. But also, he's effective in creating pressure from the interior. And when you have him, then you have to pick your poison between him, Javon Hargrave, Bosa, and Chase Young. And so I think that there's a lot of things that you don't see with that. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be huge for the 49ers when they get Armstead back. He should have fresh legs. He should be ready to go. And by the time that happens, Sebastian Joseph Day should be well-equipped to be a part of the rotation and feel comfortable within this system. He should get a lot of play next week against the Rams. Uh, it's good news for the 49ers. I like this from uh, Steve-O. Yee! I like yee. Let's go. Get it, right? Uh, John, what's up, John? How's my guy? He says, let's all take a moment to breathe this all in. We just witnessed history and 49ers lore. Remember, hashtag faithful. Where you were the exact moment when Brock Purdy passed for 4,281 yards on New Year's Eve, 2023 slash 2024. And you're right. A huge moment. I mean, Jeff Garcia's records held for over 20 years. Uh, and that, you know, he had all those weapons. And now you see Brock Purdy with all these weapons. Brock Purdy did it. And he did it in 16 games, not 17. I wanted him to get it done in this game for the mere fact that didn't want there to be some sort of asterisk uh, behind it. But, uh, Brock Purdy earned it. The throws that he made in this football game, the throw to Brandon Ayuk to get him close, uh, some of the throws moving in the pocket, throwing back across his body. Uh, there were some really, really good throws from Brock Purdy. He looked just like he always did, not afraid to pull the trigger, took what was there. Uh, this looked like the complete Brock Purdy that we've seen in the past. So, yeah, huge fan. Glad he broke the record. You see the exuberance on on uh, George Kittle's face when he broke 1,000 yards. He's celebrating with Brandon Ayuk. 
Uh, you see, you know, the fact that Brock Purdy broke this record. Uh, the 49ers are doing a lot of things, and it's it's been an impressive season. They have four players, you know, or three players that have accounted uh, for over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. They have Brock Purdy over 4,000 yards. It is a offense to remember, that is for sure. Brad Jude says apparently Banks has been struggling for the past six weeks with different injuries, not just a toe, three weeks rest, best thing for him. Yeah, he's dealing with a shoulder as well. Uh, that I don't know if you guys have seen him, but I always like to watch all the locker room stuff. I'm sure Brad probably does too. And uh, you could see him wearing really braced up. And so this is going to be great for him because next week you could roll in and you could play Spencer Burford. You could play John Feliciano. You could play Ben Barch. And you could just let Banks completely rest. Uh, it's good news for the 49ers that it's not a must win because a healthy Banks is the best possible thing for the 49ers and a healthy Trent Williams. We'll see what happens with Jalen Moore if he's able to come back. He was in concussion protocol this week, but it wouldn't be nice to see Jalen Moore get reps next week and allow Trent Williams to get some rest as well. Rick says 49ers got to prepare uh, themselves a good preparation for another big game. They have to prepare themselves. This is a playoff. I mean, yeah, you got to start preparing. Uh, the good news is the 49ers don't have to beat the Rams anymore, which is great. Uh, they can rest players and, and be prepared for the divisional round. So they're going to have, you know, Basically, you know, a couple weeks off. Well, one, two, uh, three weeks to prepare. Potentially, you don't know who you're preparing for. Uh, so that's not what you do. What you do is you work on honing in on all the things that you've been struggling with. So you're going to break down your film. You're going to get healthy, but you're going to focus on things that maybe you haven't been executing as well. And you're going to start putting together a detailed game plan of the things you do really well on offense and on defense and fix technique flaws, fix mistakes, get everyone healthy. And then once you know who you are going to play, then that's when you focus on that team. But uh, for the rest of it, it's going to be uh, introspection. Make sure you're looking at yourself and, and just getting better. So that's good news for the 49ers. Uh, David says, just forfeit next week's game. Yeah, uh, the only good thing that comes out of that, I, I know it's funny, but the good thing that comes out of that right, is all the playing time you're going to get for the backups and the young players. Uh, guys to get a little bit of experience against a Rams team that's pretty good. Because, you know, you never know. In a couple of weeks, the divisional round, the Rams, with an upset win, could end up back in Santa Clara. Uh, so you go ahead and take in, into account what they're doing, uh, get your feet wet, and just kind of figure it out. Uh, Brad says, do we force feed Debo next week? He needs 166 yards for 1K. Does he still need 166 yards? I don't know why I was thinking when he went into this game that he needed a 163. And I believe he got... I, I think he got like 36 yards. I think it was. Let, let me go ahead and look at, at Debo's stats real quick. Uh, Debo has got 37 yards in this game. Um, he has 834 yards. So you're right. He still needs 166 yards. So uh, my stats were definitely wrong as far as receptions, but I know he's over 1,000 yards all purpose. Uh, so that's good news between running and passing. Uh, but you, I don't think they'll force feed him, but I mean, I would love to see him go over a thousand. I wanted them to reach that goal. I really did. Uh, the fact that Brandon Ayuk went over a thousand and George Kittle went over a thousand is spectacular in the season. And then Debo all purpose. Uh, what do you expect? I mean, he's the wide back, right? He's going to have the catches. He's going to have the yards in the receiving game. And he's also going to have the yards on the ground. Uh, and Brad brings up a great point. He did miss three games though. You're right. And with those three games, he probably would have eclipsed that number. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's been an impressive season. I mean, this is the best offensive season as far as output for playmakers and a quarterback like this since 2004 uh, with Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, that's kind of the the how good this team has been and the rare era that they're in. So, yeah, it's been a fantastic season for the 49ers on offense. The defense got back to their ways, only allowed 10 points. I know the commander's offense isn't anything – uh, crazy good, but I mean, they have some pretty good backs. Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson are solid. They have guys in the wide receiver room that can make some plays with scary Terry McLaurin, you know, Curtis Samuel, John Dotson. Um, they have talent and the 49ers were able to stifle that talent. They were able to make their second half adjustments and get out there and just completely shut down the commanders. And you've got playmakers that are, I mean, who would have thought five weeks ago we would have heard an announcer refer to Charvarius Ward as a ball hawk corner. Uh, he was working on his hands. He said, hey, I'm getting too many PBUs. I need to start getting some INTs. And if I do that, uh, then you know I'm going to start getting talked about in that all pro caliber level. And I think that's exactly what happened. Uh, so yeah, he, he's definitely on his way up. The 49ers offense and defense are on their way up. It's been fantastic. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining me for this game reaction show brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.